Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava CBD coffee is infused with both CBD and CBG. It can be delivered to your doorstep every two, four, six, eight weeks, however frequently that you need. And now first-time users can get 25% off with code DNVR25 at StravaCraftCoffee.com. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, and joining me today is the official artiste of DNVR oh. and D-Line Co. It's very fitting. We're going to be looking at a lot of logos, so we had to have our guy, Eric Wiedem on. What's going on, Eric? Uh, what's up, Patrick? Yeah, as I put out a, in a tweet just a minute ago, if people should listen to this because this is my actual uh, area of expertise as opposed to just, uh, you know, blabbing about sports, which is something I like, but I, I have no business doing. This is my actual unimpunable opinions that you should listen to. That's right. Now, yeah, these these are the big ones. I, I do have a side bet with some of the guys over on DNVR Nuggets to see how many times you can shoehorn Nikola Jokic's name in. So do you? We'll, okay. We'll see if you uh, <laughs> if you hit the over or the under. Okay. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> but uh, before we really get into all the teams and and, and stuff like that, I, I gotta ask: Are you are you a big fan of patches? Do you do you enjoy like the, yeah. the stitching and, and, and that kind of artwork? I, of I, I feel like that is a form of of design. No. Of course. Like, so I'm, um, I mean, the only reason that any of you anywhere know who I am is because I'm obsessed with sports design. Like I'm, I've always been into, I mean, patches are like the most, uh, they're like the most frequently used way to, uh, get across sports design. Like I have like such an obsession with looking at old sports design and like why it seemed like so weird and so, uh, like, like it was just done by outsider artists and mostly it was because like old women had to like be able to like old seamstresses had to be able to like sew things onto a baseball hat or like like an old jersey so um yes absolutely like the physical part of of sports design is like super interesting to me and i know we haven't really discussed it at all ever on the podcast or on a live show so i thought yeah now's a good time to kind of go back and look at some of the yeah, best yeah, we, we do not talk just fyf for everyone out there we've discussed nothing outside of this uh, conversation right now absolutely not so this was the inaugural <laughs> patch that they have which is seems yeah. very early 90s and yes. I'm, I'm feeling it what, what kind of grade are you given the inaugural 1993 patch they had this is the most 90s design i've ever seen in my entire life like these like <laughs> big like the spikes uh, anything like really sharp and spiky, you know, like originated in the year uh, somewhere in the 90s. The 90s were like a really rough time for uh, design in general. If you go ahead and look back, uh, like in the whole annals of, of history, because it was like really the advent of computer aided design coming into play. Um, so anybody could like go in and, and create designs using uh, Photoshop and Illustrator where before you had to be able to actually draw to make uh, designs and patches. So uh, like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like that. It's like weird and wonky shaped. I mean, oval, it's just like right. A, it's, it's, it's a diagonal yeah. oval. Yeah. I mean, that's the shape of the, um, of the patch itself, but like, like, I mean, this is like funny and kitschy and throwback. And so it's like cool because it just reminds you of like what once was. But like as a design, like I'm going to go ahead and say no thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't mind slapping that just on a, like a trucker hat like that. I'd, oh, I'd, dude, I'd like this that. would this would go so hard at this exact moment in time. Like the 90s yeah. resurgence we're in the middle of right now is so overwhelming and so like inescapable. But it's funny because I grew up during this time and like this was what sports design looked like when I was a kid. And it was just like so 
fucking ugly. <laughs> like, like they, the actual aesthetics of things were like not really taken into consideration. It was just like, how much can you jam in to one uh, design and like have it still go through? So that's sort of where that one lies. <laughs> for, for anyone just listening to this as a as a podcast, go back and watch this episode on YouTube and get yourself put your face really close to the screen and in the upper right hand corner you can actually see an episode of the fresh prince of bel-air it's very it's 1993 true. this this design definitely originated in west philadelphia it was born and raised there for sure very true now we advance forward to <laughs> 2003 oh man we're really getting just right patch. into it huh we're, we're going and we're going full steam ahead this very much seems like a, an outer space nasa type design <laughs> no are you getting those vibes yeah, there's two there's two sources of movement here. There's the uh, the spiky lines that are saying that the ball is traveling from the bottom of the mountain up out of the ballpark, but yet somehow it's simultaneously <laughs> traveling around the mountain uh, at the same time. It's very confusing. This is not a well thought out design. You're right. It looks like it's from outer space. This looks like a junior NASA patch. Um, it's fine yeah. because again, like a lot of this is uh, tied in heavily to nostalgia. And uh, it's like fun to look back at uh, this era. And again, like the, the this is like design maximalism where you just have to jam in absolutely as much as you can into every single design. Otherwise you felt like you were failing as a, as a designer. So, uh, you know, yep, this exists. This is a thing that is, that there is. <laughs> On the depth chart, I would put the expansion one ahead of this one. Like I, I like that, the 93 patch more than this. Yeah, it's like more interesting. This is just like, this looks like clip art for sure. Well, I, all right, I think they hit a home run with this one. I'm, I'm sure Did you, you? this one. No, not this okay. one. This one coming up here. Uh, the 25th anniversary that we saw in 2018. I really think they this was very well done. What are your thoughts on the 25th anniversary? So day? this one to me always bothered me because it's like really off balance. Wow, like it's okay. the 25, like, so if you're doing, if you're designing well, you are finding ways to ultimately create harmony and balance. And like, this to me feels like it's tipping over to the right because it's all of, like the, that 25 obviously is the heaviest, uh, element in this design and that area over to the left of the two is just barren there's nothing like right in the middle there's nothing also so to me this is a poor design <laughs> but uh again like this and like i don't know why there's only snow on the one side of the mountain maybe it's sunny on the one side not on the other um i do not enjoy this this bothers me like this when i see this i just feel like i'm tipping over to the right now that you've pointed out the five, it, it's starting to bother me. Now, I'm you telling you, dude, like you don't problem. understand. Like there are design principles that uh, the sports industry just eschewed for almost in my, all of my life, which a lot of it makes it like really charming and fun. And like it sort of just like lives by its own rules. But in that you're asking me to analyze these from like an actual design perspective, like this is a start over from my point of view. All right, let's let's kind of go back and, and, and take a, a detour and look at the nineteen ninety eight All Star yes. Game patch. I I think this is one of the best All Star Game logos they've actually ever made, and and it incorporates that green. That's something that I think we are all dying for, especially because it's been totally phased out other than a yeah. couple starter jackets or or leather yeah. jackets you could find vintage from the nineties. But the green yeah. really pops on this All Star Game patch from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is again like there's too much there's too much detail on the mountains. Like this is again like this oh, is the, yeah. this is just what the '90s is, dude. They're like twelve dude, they're shades like, oh. of purple. 
just well it's there's the light purple there's the black i mean this is like cool it's cool like you know again like this as like a throwback patch it's, it's cool like people you know it's fun to look back and again the green as you mentioned is like such an outlier and as far as the colorado rockies are concerned like it doesn't really have a place in their identity um but as an all-star patch you know i i, I mean I, i'm with you like it's cool the 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 overall shape of this thing is pretty weird like if you look at um yeah the shape that they had to cut out, like the silhouette is what that's called. Uh, that like jutting out arm of the star is like creates a little bit of a strange shape. But, um, you know, especially since this is supposed to be a badge, but it's like fine. It's cool. Like, I, but uh, not, I mean, like none of these are like designs that I feel like I need to incorporate in my life somewhere. Like I need to own something that has this on it. Like I'm, I'm good. No, all set. <laughs> so we saw the 25th anniversary one boxy. So was the All-Star Game one, which, considering the fact that they had to yes. make this in about a 24-hour period, I, yeah. thought they did, I thought they did pretty well for this, the time that yes. was allotted. This is like a more modern design. Like, you can tell that this happened, like, more recently. Like, you can see there's the details have been pared down greatly. There's not, like, a million elements in those mountains. It is actually in balance. You can see, like... They're actually like being cognizant of the idea that if something exists on one side, there should be something on the other side to counterbalance it visually so that it like actually feels harmonious. So yeah, like, you know, the overall shape just being a rectangle, a little boring, but like you said, I mean, they had to make this under duress. So, but I, but you know, this looks like an all-star game uh, logo. Yeah. I can't complain about that. Now the patch. Okay. So you're on board with that. It's got some, I'm on board, baby, (laughs) a little symmetry to it. Let's, well, you know, we might as well but it talk about it sim- now. It does not have to be sim- symmetry. Is not the right. It's balance. Symmetry implies the, that it has to be the exact same exactly, on both sides. Right, of course. But the visual weight can be created through any number of elements. But you can't, you can't have one side heavier visually than the other side. Otherwise, it just feels, uh, it just feels like it's wrong. Symmetry has balance, but balance doesn't have symmetry. It's like the square and the rectangle thing. Absolutely. So the patch, they did a pretty good job with. Pretty good job, baby. (laughs) Let's talk about the uniforms. Eric, when you originally saw these released, did you rip your hair out? Did you smash a table? Did you break a piece of glass? What were your thoughts on the 2021 All-Star Game uniform and cap? Well, the 2021 All-Star Game and cap, like, yes, when it first came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then (laughs) I started to realize and started to dig deeper and started to sort of understand I me mean, very, very clearly the uniforms were designed for an all-star game that was to happen in Atlanta. They, they have magnolias on the pattern that is coming out of the edge of, or that's coming out of each one of the sleeves and that lines the inside. Like that's the state flower of Georgia. So it felt a little bit like like they they were up against it and they had to make do with things that had been created long ago because, you know, production times are like a real thing. And especially now in this day and age where all you hear about is uh, the the um, uh, the supply chain, like the supply chain (laughs) issues, I believe, were the ultimate culprit for why we just got these like leftover uniforms i mean i i do have to say like when they were on the field they didn't look like so super offensive but like you'll never see one of these being worn outside of you know what i mean like no one's going to be proudly wearing these around uh, the ballpark at any any point in time this is the all-star uniform of the pandemic like dude this is the most pandemic dude this is this is the the physical 
embodiment of supply chain issues. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if, yes. you, if you were successful and you were you're striving over the past two years, you should wear one of these you know jerseys and let yes. people know, like, all right, oh, so you're that guy that's Yo, doing like they made, well. They made that red. That red is Braves red, but then they had to just like combine it with purple, which red and purple like live like pretty close on the color spectrum. There's a lot of red in purple. So like, it's not, they're not like two colors you would usually put together. Like it wasn't like a, if, if given the opportunity to like come up with a thoughtful uh, design package for the Colorado Rockies hosting the all-star game, this most assuredly would not have been it. Um, all the same, like everybody likes that ASG patch on the side. Uh, it's, it's like whatever. And, and, and the funny thing is, is like they, when they made those stars to go behind the logo, like I believe unintentionally, but they kind of created the shape of a Columbine flower, which is actually the state of yeah. Colorado's uh, state flower. Um, but I think that that was unintentional. I mean, those are really, those are clearly just like mountain peaks. So, um, I'm going to say, screw you. I hope I never see you again. Uh, all-star <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> I hadn't noticed the Columbine thing. Like, like right. It, it does resemble that. I think in a lot of ways, did you have any thoughts on like, you know, what you would have done or if you, yes. were <laughs> then here we go. This, this no, is a really good platform to talk. No about. red, no red. Like if you're going to have, I mean, it would just, you would just like make it intentionally for Colorado. Like that was that um entire motif as it were was like southern that felt like warm it felt like tommy bahama made those um those uniforms so i don't want to drink gatorade in those uniforms i want to drink sweet tea do you (laughs) that's uh, most assuredly not what i'm saying but i'm I'm glad that that's what you're saying would you have gone with vests right because the the black vest that the rockies have it's kind of become their thing so you know what maybe maybe the al and nl uniform that would be all right yeah, maybe. I think I maybe would have tried to incorporate the pinstripes. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about it, like, for longer than the design. Like, I'm not even mad at the designers. I just understand, like, right. what the scenario that they were presented with. Like, I know. I mean, I've certainly been there where somebody comes to you with an established brand and they're like, yo, can you make this work uh, with whatever new thing that we are doing that we haven't, like, really thought through? And it's. I mean, like thoughtless design is abounds in this world um, and it's just kind of what it is. But, you know, if you're making me like critically look at this thing like that, I've, I've got I've got issues. <laughs> there are two aspects of all star game uniforms here in Colorado that I do want to look at. But first, I want to tell you to get your butt down to the DNVR bar on the oh. corner of Colfax in York. You know, we've got games streaming, watch parties going on all the time for Nuggets, Avs. Eric's down there with what's that? What's that gigantic beer? The Tower of Beer. That's oh, that's, that's a it's, it's that is the Bud Light Tower, affectionately referred to as the BLT. I order up a BLT from time to time. I've been known to do it, and then we make jokes every time we fill it up about asking for more lettuce. Uh, can you uh, pour me a, a cup of bacon? Things like that. It's it's, it's a fun time for everybody involved. So there's special slang and vernacular that you need to <laughs> develop when you're down at the DMVR yeah. bar, which is which is yeah. great. And you know, even if you don't know that slang, the thing you you will know and you should know is that you get a bigger beer when you're down at the DMVR bar when you're a member. Now it's only 50 cents for your first month. And if you do happen to want to get an annual membership, you get a free shirt. And that could include possibly the new DNVR Rapids shirt that we have out it's coming out and our great coverage that we have and i know you designed that logo and uh and you should be very proud of that as well Uh, along with the phoenix rising (laughs) 
It's true. It's true. Uh, I love sports design. I love every opportunity I get when I, to make a logo. This is why, like, why I get so like in, incendiary and, and angry about logos online because it's like what I think about all the time. And like, I know the design process of like what they went through. And I realize, like, I look at things when I'm like, "Yo, you didn't think about this at all." Like, you just, like whoever was doing this uh, either a lacks passion for sports, doesn't have reverence for it, or. Um, just was rushed or potentially and oftentimes was just sort of like an in-house designer was a cheap option so that's what bothers me so yeah. let's get let's get angry together shall we <laughs> Let, well I, I i'm feeling good because i i, okay. I think they did a, a good job on the the branding and the logos at breckenridge brewery for their hard seltzers oh, absolutely. Which the good company hard seltzers are are delicious are you uh are you a honeydew i don't think you're a honeydew guy would you like black cherry What's your Dude, who, what grown man professes to be a honeydew guy? <laughs> honeydew, a real easily man, the worst. Honeydew, easily the worst fruit. It should actually be thrown out of the categorization of fruit. It should be, uh, if not a vegetable, just an other. It's a filler. It's a filler item, not even fruit. It isn't. It isn't a fruit salad. I will agree with that. But guess what? When you yeah. get a fifteen can sampler <laughs> at Costco or wherever else you go, you put those to the side and, and leave them for your guests. <laughs> You know, that, yeah. that can be your workaround when it comes yeah. to the good company, Hard Seltzer from Breckenridge Brewery, which we also have down at the bar. Can't beat that. All right. So as I said, there are some good all-star game elements of it. Now, you might not have seen this one, but at the Futures game, this one I think is probably more coincidental than anything. Or maybe they did have enough time to work on these and tie it into the Rockies okay. because the National League Future Game uniform had the National black thumbs up. And they actually had some purple in it, along with a little bit of teal, a little bit of kind of a peach type color. And I think these jerseys are great. And you can't get them anywhere. I've never seen them online in any store. Yeah, I find these to be exquisitely boring. I, like, <laughs> I mean, I like that there is purple in them. These are just like, uh, you know, the, like the softball style. National, right. I get it, A-L. Um, very boring logo, very uninteresting. See, this is like what drives me nuts is that um, it's okay to do design like this. It's like fine. It's like safe. It's like, you know, moderately, you know, you're adhering to design principles. But like this is a marquee opportunity. This is like a big yeah. deal. Uh, if you get an opportunity to do a design like this, this is the dream of most designers. And to just be so timid and so like uh, just have nothing to say with this is like it's a travesty it doesn't feel like baseball to me it feels like um i don't know it feels like a like a, a construction company or something it's like you know it's like it's just like a a logo like this where it's a big like shape is like conveying strength this is like a strong logo and that's not baseball baseball's fun baseball is the national pastime baseball is there is some um it should be there should be some fun in there or if not fun it should at least like harken back and call upon classic baseball elements because the all-star game ultimately is a celebration of baseball as a sport and so yeah you should do something that feels like it's a celebration of baseball as a sport not something that you just are like well i got to get this out so here we are national done what do you think when you think of classic baseball you yeah. think of you probably think you know at least for our generation a little bit 1998 right you think of the home yeah. run base mcguire old Sosa. classic 1998 <laughs> yeah simpler time a much simpler time when we did the <laughs> hey, what's that deal but what do you, what were your thoughts on the batting practice in the home run derby jerseys because i love them and 
I'm already beginning to find that you and I disagree on a lot of things. I think these are very iconic, specifically yeah. the National League ones. Yeah, I'd pay yeah. a pretty penny to have one of those. Again, it's got the green that pops, and it has yeah. the, the purple mountain representing the A in National. And the American League one is, is nice, too, with the black and purple as well. Yes. So it is good that we have dissenting opinions. The one thing to consider is that I am right because this is my job and okay. you're wrong. So, the, so you should just listen to me. Um, okay. No, this okay. is what I like every time I go on one of these shows and I, I break down design like and I have to explain to people like because I feel you know, people are like, oh, I like that one. Like you're OK. You're allowed to like whatever you like. Like, absolutely. Like, okay. that's the thing is everyone is allowed to like whatever it is that 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 resonates with them and like feels right. I'm looking at it from just the long, long history of communication via visual arts. And there are rules that have been established since the beginning of time. And when people don't follow them, it bothers me. So I'm, I'm judging this from a critical standpoint of ways that uh, I know that we could make this look better. I mean, the foundation of this is like moderately interesting. Do you see the shape that is created on the on the right of the N and the left of the L and national, like the shape of that is like so jarring. It like really bothers me. I don't like that, that um, <clears throat> negative space that is created. And again, we're talking about that's fair. Uh, a shape that is way too complicated in that mountain. Like this is again, like somebody just was getting their hands on computer aided design. Like they were finally getting to design things with Adobe Illustrator and they just went sick with it. So it's the maximalism that I do not care for. Um, it's fine, whatever though. Like, I mean, I, I like these for what, the reason that most people like old sports design in that it, again, it's the nostalgia, it's what it represents. It's like, fun to look back and it's an outlier. It's like something that's unique. Um, but like, do I like this as a, like would I make this? I would not make this. <laughs> as, as a photograph, I enjoy the idea that maybe at some point, if you look at the size of Mark McGuire, at some point in the off season, he probably eat, ate a piece of steak the size of King Griffey Jr. He's just, he probably, he's just well, towering over him. He definitely ate a steak the size of Ken Giffrey Jr. and he topped it off with uh, steroid infused butter and it was delicious for him. I, I looked at that. That would be great. That sounds good for the food. It does. All right. So, we, so Rockies have uh, two new minor league affiliates that came about. This okay. Minor year. league is where it's, we get fun. Like minor league, they minor league does not take itself seriously at all. So it's all fun. No. So, all right. So I, I think this is where we're going to hit a stride. So the Fresno Grizzlies are their low A team. They've been around for a while. They were a triple A team actually for a period of time. And, and just this past year, they're doing a, a bunch of different identities. That's the, that's the big thing in, in minor league baseball, as you might know, is you say, okay, well, here's our name, you know, 80% of the time. And then we're going to do a couple crazy nights where we're going to play under a different name. And so this is a Foback. Right. They they didn't actually oh, have a, a team. I love this concept. I, I I don't know. I've not seen it, but I love the concept of the Fobeck. Yeah. So it was uh, a, the West Coast Negro League. So it wasn't a part of the proper Negro National League at the time. And so there there weren't anything to go back to with, with any old logos. So they had to kind of create this image. And so for uh, a weekend coming up this season in, in 2022, the Fresno Tigers will play as or rather the Fresno Grizzlies will play as the Fresno Tigers. And mm, I feel like that does kind of have somewhat of a old school feel to it. Maybe a little bit too much going on with the coloration in the so, word Fresno. But you can see the F 
is yeah. is a tiger is a tiger mouth. So what they've done here is this is a this is a true faux back in that it does have elements of old school design in that it feels like an like a non traditional sort of like almost amateurish way to draw a tiger. The issue is that that they then have like they're trying to mix old old with nineties again. Like this like these spikes. You see, like these, all this like super spiky design. This is like, this is what the '90s gave us. The Rockies logo has it in there. Everything that you look at from the '90s, they were obsessed with putting these like, and I think that the idea is that it's they're sort of like woodcut um, marks, and I don't know why they were so obsessed with it. Um, I don't like. I like the idea of this. I don't love it. I, like I don't the love execution. how. T- yeah, I don't lo- like. I don't love that script for tigers. I don't like where it is on that swoosh. Um, the mark itself, the F, the tiger is like pretty cool. It's like it's like interesting. Um, I don't fully see it as an F, but like I can see it in the context of the I fact they're that they trying have it. to do. Yeah, yeah I, I see what they were doing. Like I, right, I, I totally little, get it. And this one's a little simpler. They're going as the yeah. Fresno Growers. It's an apple yeah. with. A little green. I mean, it looks like a former president in a sense, uh, <laughs> uh, with that yeah, leaf yeah, on yeah. the top. But I, I, as know. a Grinch, uh, yeah, no, I like I like this. I like it. simple. This is simple. Um, you know, I always like so like when I make logos and shit for like, especially when I want to make them look old. Like I will actually, even if I design it um, in using Illustrator, where you have perfect shapes, perfect perfect angles, perfect perfect perfect. Like I'll then take it out and I'll hand draw it with ink um, to get a lot of like, uh, like I like to get all of the perfection out of old logos because that is what, like if you look at like truly old logos, you can tell that they were drawn by hand. And like you, this was clearly yeah. done with the computer, which is fine. Like that is, that's where we are. It's um, an emoji almost in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this, it, this is attractive. I like, I mean, the, the red pops off the black, um, that, that green is super vibrant. Like this, you know, this is a, this is a cool little hat. I like this. So minor league baseball a couple of years ago came up with something called the, the Copa de la Diversión, which translates to the fun cup. And they said, Hey, let's kind of tap into the Latin American communities in America. And so pretty much every team got an alternate identity that taps into their local market. Some teams did it better than others. And Fresno, because of, of their population there said, Hey, let's embrace the low riders. And they've had some other iterations, but this one, of course, for the Rockies is a purple one. And, and here you see a, a purple little low rider bouncing up with the purple brim on a black cap. And you're laughing, Eric, you're digging it. Would you wear something like this? No, I would definitely not wear something. I would wear, I would wear this if I was in high school. Like this is like, okay, this is like, uh, <clears throat> this is super new Jack design. Um, it's funny. It's fun. It's like, it's definitely not like, sports design like this is this should be like a uh something that appears in high times or should be like something like a uh <clears throat> like a hip-hop magazine would use um it's like fine it's like but this is like the like the 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 um how squished the car is the way that they've rendered it is like very cartoonish but like um it's like interesting you know and i like i i do one thing that i really do like about the current like era that we're in and like where unfortunately it's like all comes from sort of a callous negative place of just being like driven by hard capitalism and just like wanting to make new things simply to sell them, which that clearly was. But I do like that. Like there, it allows uh, sports teams to just sort of make one-offs that don't have to like tie into Canon as it were. Like they can just 
have fun and be frivolous and like make something and it's funny and we talk about it later like you know that's a it's a good illustration for sure it's like very well done like i i mean i don't i don't view that as a baseball logo um but it's cool like i would but i would to answer your question there's no universe i would wear that <laughs> I, I like what you said about it, this these things being one-off because fresno in many ways I believe they may have quite literally been the first team that started the food identities. The, the taco truck apparently did start and originate in Fresno, and they've got all these you know, taco truck rallies and, and, and food courts and things of that nature. And so they were the first team to come up with a food identity where they were the Fresno Tacos. And now right. again, because and, and we've got the taco connection here in Colorado. So this is going we to do, be a very – We do hot, have that taco connection. <laughs> so I can tell – popular cap, the Fresno yeah, yeah, Tacos. I can, I can tell that the same – person designed that that designed the other one designed this as well like they love this like new school sort of like cartoonish bend that they're putting in everything like that gives it that feeling of, of cartoonish motion a little graffiti um, i think a little, it's it's, it's super graffiti yeah the, the, I, I guarantee the same person did both of them uh i like this concept i don't like this execution this thing is way too big also um that's the other thing like when you have like a really complicated design you're not able to ref you're not able to like get it to look correct if you make it too small because uh you know thread is uh, as thick as thread is and you have to worry about like how the machines are actually able to embroider them um this is again this is like a fun concept you know and i you know i i see people wear these around every now and again they're pretty cool like i i would not wear this um i would prefer like, but I love the idea, but um, again, like, I mean, this is like minor league stuff. Like the, the greatest part about the minor leagues, is they can just really do whatever the hell they want. And it's fun for them to just like be bombastic in the way that they are designing things because it, they have to scream at people to pay attention to them. Um, so <laughs> from that standpoint, I mean, that, that, that's the thing, like the difference between like major league design and minor league design is like major league design is uh, it is steeped in heritage it is all about you know like the natural evolution of sports design it sort of like has uh not only adheres to it but has shaped a lot of what it is to have um y you know identities and if you look at every major league baseball team it's just they'll, they'll have the monogram just the the combination of the two letters or a single letter or just something that's like pretty pared down and basic and like this is like childish and it's funny and it's fun and they again they just want people to say they're just saying like hey look at me look at me um so you know from that standpoint like this just feels like something you would wear again in high school like if you were hanging out at the smoker's corner you know stuff like that i mean i, I find it to be a, a quality cap to maybe wear to like a christening Oh, something like that. I, I find it to be at a least job that. interview, stuff like that. Sure. It, it would go well with khakis, right? Because of the tan that's in there. Yeah. I think they would go, it would set off for an outfit with khakis. My real no question, question is, what there. flavor taco is this? Because there's some pink. I believe it's cabbage. That looks like a cabbage okay. taco. <laughs> All right. There we go. I, I, that's really, that's why I've had you on here. I, I was yeah, building up yeah, 30 yeah. minutes to, to ask you the big question. <laughs> what kind of taco is this? All right. So the mm -hmm. other affiliate they have, and they don't get, as crazy with the, their identities, the Spokane Indians up in, up in Washington. And they get creative in the sense that mm. they, they embrace their, their red band trout and, and they've got, you know, an alternate yeah. cap with the trout on it, yeah. the colors. Yeah. And yeah. you'll also notice the, the letters that are on there is, is Salish. That was the, the language that was spoken by the, the Spokane Indians. And so they've, you know, acknowledged that and had Spokane in the yes. original language. 
Yes, yes. Okay, so this is a very well executed illustration as a logo. Uh, on the cap, it's more than I want. It's like too. It's sure. too much happening up. The thing that I love most about the minor leagues is that you spend all of your life as an athlete, like trying to break into the league, wanting people to take you seriously. Um, you know, wanting to uh, ultimately be remembered for your athletic conquest and then when you get to the minor league they just like dress you like a fish <laughs> shit like they'll like make you look like a sponge or a hot dog or something like i don't know why they feel the need like they go so over the goddamn top like why are you making the players look like they are also a salmon that is weird to me it's <laughs> like I, it's I, a costume I, this is a costume it is no they they're there's some really crazy ones that we will get to <laughs> At some point, it can yeah. be a little bit, little bit trippy, uh, which is probably a good time for me to, to mention Lightshade, uh, since they've got their fast acting <laughs> yeah. dissolvable gummies Dude, you from can, Ripple. You could absolutely wear the tacos uh, logo to Lightshade, no problem. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can get a discount. I mean, you can, you know, with code DNVR uh, on nine non-sale items, you get twenty five percent off with or without the ca- with the cap. It, it, it doesn't matter. But the, uh, the the dissolvable gummies from Ripple are clinically proven to hit two times faster. Than the leading gummy ripple starts absorption within 10 minutes so you can depend on a consistent experience each and every time with ripple dissolvables you can make anything into an edible because of the flavorless and dissolvable powders that's right it's called ripple quick sticks and it's the most convenient way to get the fastest thc possible you can just pour it on your tongue if you want where can you find ripple look for lightshade colorado's premier dispensary with oh, 10 yeah. Soon to be 11 convenient Denver Metro and Aurora locations. Eric, what's the one that people can uh, most likely find you and give them your their feedback on their favorite caps? Uh, uh, oh, which which light shade am I most likely to be found at? The one that's the closest one to my house, which is on Sixth and uh, Clarkson. It's the closest business to my home. Um, I think I, I'm trying to see. I, I might have some Ripple around here. I'm a big fan of Ripple. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, light shade. They has something for everyone, casual consumer, for everyone, to the connoisseur, right? Whether it's casual sure. or you're you're serious about your stuff. And again, remember they got a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flower, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and more over at Lightshade. Again, podcast listeners, you can get twenty five percent off non sale items with code DNVR. Shop online at lightshade.com for pickup, or visit a Lightshade location near you. Finally, do want to let you know that you can save some money and you can also make some money if you tap into ball make sure you text golden to 77222 to learn about their open positions right now they're actually hiring for production technicians where you can get raises at 6 12 and 18 months oh yeah you're going to start at 27 dollars an hour as well can't beat that you get comprehensive insurance active the day of hire 401k for retirement so many great benefits for working with ball aerospace and technology at their plant down in golden Again, text Golden to 77222 and you'll get linked to their open positions. Or you can go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. All right, before we get back into more minor league business. Just quick, I want to tell you, I want to tell please. you uh, about, I've, I've been to the ball manufacturing uh, plant and it is insane. The, the Have you ever seen how they like actually print cans and how they actually create oh. those cans? It's like, it's in, like the, the machines that they use to like spit these things out. It's insane and like the there's like so many th- like interesting things if you're a design person which uh you know if you like that um those patches those early patches that you were putting on you're probably not a design person but um something to like 
to like take note of. It's like when you look at a can, you see that like silver line that's around absolutely every element anywhere two colors yeah. meet. Like that's that like inhibits so much. Des- like I, I was designing beer cans and it's like the things you have to take into consideration because anywhere where two colors match, you have to leave a stay away gap so so that the where the the two plates in the lithography hit like they they don't merge over and bleed into one another um so it's like it's it's like makes a bunch of like really difficult uh decisions that you have to make about the complexity of design anyway go ahead <laughs> no that that's that's very interesting i, I sure I, is isn't it? i find all that design no it, it it is i mean back when i lived in new jersey i went to plenty museums and, and the Guggenheim and, and check oh, all that did out. You? I've got, I've got my, uh, my name my dropping museums time. here, you know, Guggenheim. Ellsworth Kelly. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Lloyd Lichtenstein. There's some of my, sure, my sure. favorite artists, of course, uh, cool. Jeff Koons did some different things, but of course, yeah, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we've got a new, you talked about the major league, your minor league versus yeah. major league. There's two, yep. there's three major league logos that I, I kind of want to show you are jerseys. The big one, of course, being this year, the first year of, the Cleveland Guardians, of course, having to change their name, but kind of yes. keeping things similar. Obviously, the color scheme is going to be exactly the same with the navy, red, and white. You have the same five letters in Dians at the end, so yep. that made it pretty convenient. Slight change on the on the, the the letter C, and then we also have that interesting G around the baseball here in the logos. Again, make sure if you're listening to this as a podcast. Get over to the DNBR Sports side on YouTube. Oh, what has been your is, take on these these new, new design for the Cleveland Guardians? This has there? been the worst audio podcast ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, yeah, if you want to have any idea what we're talking about, you should probably check this out on YouTube. All right, so the Guardians, uh, what they've done, they actually 90s fied their word mark. They made it sharper and weirder. Um, I don't know why they did that. I loved how the Indians looked. That was about as classic as you could get. Um, I don't know why they also like. There's little things they could have done. They could have made the 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 point over the the eye. They could have really easily made that a, a home plate. Looks like a pretty much already the the shape. Anyway, they didn't do that. Uh, yeah. I hate what they did with the three quarter view of the baseball wearing uh, the the wings on the that side. That does not it. look good. No. No, oh it's God. terrible, dude. This is like this is, uh, this is that again. Like, they, I don't think we're going to see that G again. That that G is going to go. I hope not. It that is the that is a minor league logo. That is yeah. an illustration that is not a logo. Like that's not a patch. It, it like you obviously can create it as a patch, but like that's not in keeping with the history of the MLB. And there's like some other like as it comes off of the G on the back side, like you see how the, the wings, uh, the, where the feathers overlap, like as it gets down in the last one, it creates like a strange shape because there, there isn't an overlapped one because it's too short. I, this is just like poorly done. It's like drove me crazy when I saw it the first time they could have very easily just like turned this thing and put it so that it was just a baseball. And then a G, uh, that was done in a flat way like the C and the, the, the guardians is um, and created so that it could be in keeping with the rest of the identity. It's just such an outlier. Like doesn't fit. It, it makes no sense. To and me. this Make one shouldn't nuts. have been rushed. I mean, cause I, I think they had been planning it for a while. No, th- this was definitely not rushed, but what they were, this it's shit like this. It's like, it's not rushed, but you just have like, you have decision makers that shouldn't be the decision makers. They're like, 
the, the, there's like guys that are just like owners and, and are put into positions of of power and they ultimately uh make the final call and like they shouldn't be the ones to make the final call like it's fine whatever but like this is definitely a step back for what was an absolutely storied and an absolutely iconic look in the major in majors um or the major league baseball universe so you know but the, the c like that that c on a hat like that's that is that's baseball that looks great um it's you know ultimately it'll be fine like no one's dying from this but like if you're telling me it, it, like if just from the side of somebody who would love to be given the opportunity to actually design something like this, like shit like that infuriates me. Yeah, that would have been, well, Hey, well, well I know a couple of people. I'll have to send your email you? address. Okay, along. Cool. And, and if you, and if they need an upgrade or they need a refreshing, they'll do that. Speaking of refreshing also in the AL central, Kansas city, they just refreshed their uniforms. Didn't hmm. do anything crazy. They just yeah. uh, changed the road gray and alternate blue uniforms to have Kansas City with more block lettering. And then yeah. the home whites and the alternate home baby blues include what they call, quote, a bolder, more pronounced strip around the sleeve. In other <laughs> words, look, we want you to buy the newest jersey that yeah, is yeah, slightly yeah. tweaked and therefore yeah. give us your money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are great. This is like, this is baseball. This is baseball. This is like baseball. Baseball doesn't go too hard in the paint. Um, the Royals is, I mean, like that's beautiful. Like that is as classic as it gets. That script font. Um, I mean, this. I looks, don't like the this block lettering. The Royals, I think, is. is yeah, perfect. I mean, it it, it, it looks uh, that looks a little bit more like a basketball jer- jersey, to be frank. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's you know like it to me it's like it's fine. It's like in keeping with uh, things that have been done in the past. It you know like I don't love how the type gets skewed as it goes along that curve. Um, it looks like, you know, like the Y gets like a little bit and the K get a little bit like squished. Um, but I don't mind it. Like this, this looks like, you know, when you, when you pair it with all the other items that make up a full uniform, um, you know, they're, they're fine. I mean, if you, if, if I was a Kansas city fan, which thank God I'm not, and I never will be, um, I would pick the first one, the white with the, the Royal blue in script. Like that's easily, that is the filet of the, of the uniform offerings. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you, do you like baby blue on, on baseball uniforms? Is that kind of nice? <sighs> so baby blue, pops? baby blue, I have such a troubled past with, and I have such a complicated relationship with because baby blue was the color that the Denver nuggets for some reason chose for themselves for a large period of time during the Carmelo Anthony years. And baby blue on a, an adult man is a really <laughs> tough call. It's literally for a baby. <laughs> what are you trying to say, dude? Dude, that's what? teal. That's teal. Oh, okay. You're right. It actually is. That's teal. That's different. Uh, that's but all the same. Like that's a tropical color. Um, whether or not, um, I'm sorry, my dog is. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, but all the same, like baby blue is like just such a, a weird thing. Like baby blue makes sense in the context of certain cities and certain climates. Baby blue in the context of Denver, Colorado, never made Kansas any city. sense to me. <laughs> in Kansas City, it doesn't make sense to me either. But you know, it does make sense. Royal blue. The Royals with Royal blue make a lot of sense. Um, They do have a history with that baby blue. Like I think of George Brett and shit when I see that. So it's like fine. Um, History means something. So it's cool. But like, I don't like if, if I'm making something, I would never choose to put anything to put on an adult man in on with baby blue. I would choose adult blue, which is Royal blue (laughs) or Navy blue. (laughs) What was your take? We talk about old school and throwback. And this was kind of, 
a confluence of all of those things this past season. You had the Field of Dreams game up there in Dyersville, mm. Iowa. You had the Yankees and White Sox, two old school teams. One of these uniforms and caps I really like. The other one, not so much. What was your take on how well oh. the, the Yankees and, and White Sox were able to do with these throwbacks? This is his class. This is this is baseball. This is baseball. Big, like imperfect letters that look like a 90-year-old woman with a sewing machine, a seamstress, like had to create them, cut out felt, put it together. The only thing I don't like is that I don't like that there's not a logo on the front of the Sox's cap. I like um, that. I think you do like that. I, I, well, it's very much of that time. And so, well, it's of that time, but they didn't, I mean, it's of that time. It just feels incomplete. They could do, there should be a logo on the front of a cap. Like, um, I, I just, I, I like when things are imperfect. Like I like that Yankees logo being like off, but imperfect, but, but like done in a way that is like acknowledging that that is intentional and it's not, uh, it's not like, I mean, it's like baseball itself is completely imperfect. So I, I, I don't like when things are like too tidy and too uh, wrapped up uh, unless, I mean, there's ways to do it. But I, I just love this look. It's just like this is as classic as it gets. It feels like heavy felt. It feels like it, you can just feel the texture just by looking at it. And it just seems like something you're supposed to wear when you go watch an, a baseball game. It, it looks heavy. Right? It looks like it's wool almost, right? It's it funny. Does, I, I like the White Sox, what, what they did, and I actually don't really care for the Yankees. I mean, granted, they've been wearing the same uniform since yes. then, so yes. it's not like they could have had a some kind of faux back that would have looked awful. So they just they, they enlarged the logo. And so, I mean, look, they, that's all they can do, and so that's fine. But for the most part, eh, eh, I'm going to pass on that. And the White but, Sox but all, it's, it, it, up. The thing is, it's like not all they can do. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's just like, why sure, would they? True. Why would they? It's perfect. They've like made it perfect. So, you know, they don't have to make the the New York churros and they don't have to make the, you know, oh, we'll get to, to that make, in a second. <laughs> whatever. That's, like, that's the thing. It's kind of a thing. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there's something about like hitting just getting it right and like not ever deviating from that, which I love. Like that's always my complaint with, you know, teams like the Nuggets in the past or teams that like are constantly tearing up their identity and starting over and like being making that's things true. that feel like they're trapped in the time in which they were created. Like those two things, even though they clearly look like they're from like the 1900s, there's still like a lot of really classic elements that just never are out of fashion, never fall out of favor, which I really appreciate. And particularly when you talk about something like, like baseball, baseball is like all baseball is, is history. It's just like a big book of numbers that people write down and look, look over and compare them. And that's why, you know, everything in baseball, if anything ever changes, everyone gets infuriated because they're like, well, now we don't know if Babe Ruth was better than Nomar Garcia Parra because we can't compare whatever, it's the continuity of the storyline. And like, when they when they acknowledge that they're part of a long standing storyline, I love that. When they pretend that they are starting something brand new, I hate that. Well, we're gonna have to have you back on for another show to talk about was Babe Ruth actually better than Nomar Garcia? <laughs> I don't think so. Eric, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so. Well, you don't know. Okay. Wow. Hold on. Let's Let look at the numbers. Let's look down. at the book of numbers to find out. Head. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna dog ear that page. All right. We do we do have two new minor league teams that totally scrapped everything and, and went back to the drawing board. One just came out on Saturday. Now the Sugarland Skeeters which had a logo <laughs> of a mosquito and they were actually an independent team 
started from scratch independently. They were one of three indie teams that got incorporated in minor league baseball. So they, they, they jumped the gap there in, in a major way. And so they went from the Sugarland Skeeters to the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Now oh, this wow. is their logo. This is, this is Daft Punk. They've stolen an idea from Daft Punk. Exactly. Uh, they've not rent. They've not even drawn that the cowboy hat very well. Um, I do not like this. I don't like anything about this. Uh, These are some of the th- uniforms as well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. we finally just... agree on something, Eric. I I don't dig this one. I think there's too many colors kind of going on. I, like... I don't like the name Space Cowboy because it's not original. I mean, we have a movie with Tommy Lee Jones in it. I mean, that's that's how <laughs> I remember it. Not not Clint Eastwood, but I remember Tommy Lee Jones and James Gardner. And who's the other one? Donald Sutherland. Sure. Donald, I think we were all trying to, to pull that one. And it also uh, references the Steve Miller Band song. And so I'm like, come on, minor league baseball, you, you can have something more original. No? Well, I mean, the, the reference is good. I, I you know, I, okay. I appreciate that. They're trying to make, you know, this is this is in Houston. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. It, it's just outside of uh, Austin, I believe. OK. Oh, so it's, you know, it's it's pulling upon the NASA and all that. Uh, yeah. I like the rocket patch on the side with the Texas flag and the simple rocket yes. shape. That's, That's kind of cool. interesting. Um, Whatever, too many okay. colors. I find it's, right. it's it's fine. This is but it's minor league. Like you can do shit like this in the minor leagues. It's fine. Like you can have, you can t- have total fun. Um, this isn't like embarrassing for the players to wear. Like dressing them up like a, a literal uh, trout. So I like that. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's like it's you know like I, there there's quality in this. I it's sure. just it's it's fine. All right. So you had the Beloit Snappers up in Wisconsin. So snapper both a turtle and a type of pitch <laughs> sure. that kind of works. Okay. They rebranded and they incorporated their parent club, the Miami Marlins. So that's something that we might see more of with these new minor league teams is because now the affiliations are going to be 10 years long and it's not something that might change every two or four years or even eight years. You're going to have a full decade so you can get creative. And so Beloit went with a name for a bird. I'm a birder. Just sure. as much as Adam is. I know Adam gets all the credit uh, being the bird guy. But he's we, more he's more boisterous about it. If you want to be if you want to step up to that bird plate, you got to start posting bird content. This is true. I, I'm a little bit more reclusive. With yeah. My, so you're my not. I, I just think maybe you're not on the same level, but that's fine. Go ahead. Wow. I just I don't brag about it. I was bombastic <laughs> uh, when it comes to my birding. But they named this for a bird. And I had never heard this of this before. And I guess it was just a, a local term or something. They're called the Beloit Sky Carp which apparently is what you call a Canada goose. By the way, I told Adam this. He did not know that Canada geese that stick around through the winter are called sky carp. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's, that, that is a, that is a colloquial local way to refer to something. That's not what they're actually called. Uh, Let's see. Do I like this? Uh, I like the B. B. B Yes. The The letter B is good. It is clever. It doesn't necessarily need, that gray inset uh, stroke on it. Um, everything else is like, you know, it's, so I am, this is the other thing is like, I am a very passionate cartoon. Uh, like I, I, I love sports cartoons. It's like one of, that's like one of my deepest passions and something that I'm like most critical about. And to me, this is the wrong style of cartoon. Uh, this is too childish. Um, this is, and it's also like too, there's too much going on potentially. Um, it, it has like this, the new Jack style. It's like, 
I, whatever. It's like kind of fun or whatever. But like I, it, this is this for me. It's the wrong style. Like they, when people get the style of cartooning wrong, it bothers me. I like the top left corner logo with the with the goose wearing a scarf. You go, oh, that's cute. Except it almost gives the impression that the scarf is wrapped around its neck far too tight. Its tongue it's is choking out it and out. It's actually being choked to death is it, by yeah, its this... own scarf. That's my problem with it. <laughs> that is tough. And you'll notice the way the sky carp and the uh, logo on top of it play together. Like it, that big gap in between, like above the KY of sky um, where the, wrenches like it these two were clearly designed independent of one another so they don't they're yeah. not the lockup is not good um the balance is off because they just did a, a straight up center starting from the tip of the tongue to the back of the tail feathers and got that exact center when really like visually it's heavier on the back so you can actually move it forward to the left um to get that to strike that balance better um this is too much They've done too much. They've gone too far. The bee is clever. I do like that. Also, how does a goose put goggles on? Uh, moving on, moving on. Okay. Moving on. I- I'm going to throw two different logos at you because the Midland Rockhounds of Texas in the Texas League got a new logo. Which one's the new one? Which one's the old one? So here I'm going to show you one of the Midland Rockhounds. Okay, Rockhounds, wrong you. style of cartooning. Okay, good. Another one. Oh. Okay, so this you, is the, the most. Dude, this looks. The second one I loathe. This looks like a store in the mall that you go in to buy candy. Um, that rock rock candy at the mall for the Midland <laughs> Rockhounds. Look, let me look at the other one. Uh, this look. I would guess that. Oh man, which is the new? This seems like the newer one. I don't. This is like correct. a refined it's, version of right. what the other one was. I do like the um, pickaxe there uh, over the state of Texas to make the yeah. M, the Midland, and I think the, that's the paw cool. of the, the paw with the of the oil. That's pretty cool. Um, I in that they were starting from a pre-existing logo that uh, apparently probably the owner like had you know warm feelings about it, wanted to wanted to keep like this is a well executed updating sure. of an old um, cartoon logo. It's still. In my view, there's still the same, the same issue that it's the wrong style of cartoon. Um, but this is like really well done. I can't really, I, I can't really. It does look like Rude Dog. You're so right. Eric. I also think this, <laughs> this, this, the old Midland Rockhounds logo. I used to not like it, and over time, it's actually kind of grown on me. I kind of that's dig the it. thing. Yeah, it, because I think you it know may what have you been like. Designed by Hanna Barbera. I, I can't yeah. confirm that exactly, but it, it has that you, vibe. You know what you like is you like um, nostalgia. Like this is not good, but it's old. And so it's, it becomes good because it's just nostalgia that you like. He is definitely wearing like, he looks like he's wearing Fred Flintstone's uh, like onesie. He's wearing a tank top actually, which is not very conducive to baseball. So that's kind of troubling, but. I don't know. Baseball, I better be, I better be conducive. It just wouldn't be good to slide with. That's no. kind of the concept of the, of the, uh, of the vest, is it not? You may need a nipple guard. Uh, or you two there. For those. All right. That's the true. Northern Colorado Owls are coming out. They don't really yeah. have an official design yet. This yep. was kind of taken from the old Orem Owls, but you know they've got some caps. I think that they're they're working on selling. And so, okay, you know, I like the colors what they're doing. And again, yeah. some of the caps These are, are nice. I, I These think are great. What they have so far is, is really a good start. These are great. I really like these. Uh, there's uh, the O is really nice. 
like heart it kind of calls upon the Orioles maybe. Um, they 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 have a nice mix of of doing a lot and then going simple. There's a really good concepts in here. The design is really clean. Um, you know, it's a little like again for me like if I'm if I'm making a baseball logo, I like to I would like to weave in some imperfection into it. Um, I would like to then make it. Uh, you know, like if you look at old school any kind of cartoons that are in sports that have been around for a long time, like there's imperfection and imperfection is actually a benefit uh, in my mind to, to sport design um, as opposed to it being like something that needs to be eradicated. It just like makes things feel right to me when it's a little bit imperfect, but I think these are great. I, I really, I really do think that, uh, that this is a, a successful um, start as you say. And hey, this could be this could be a team that you could help rebrand rebrand eventually. Because again, this is the old logo. They just tweaked the colors, and they're trying to get off the ground. This will be their first season in 2022 in the yeah. Pioneer League. So this could be an opportunity. Also in the Pioneer League, a brand new team in Kalispell, the Glacier Range Riders. I think they yeah. hit a home run with this one. So like the color, the scheme. c- color scheme's good. It definitely feels very national park. Very um, much. It if the Boy is... Scouts had their own baseball team, and I sort of wish I didn't say that because that audio clip could be isolated. It might sound really <laughs> bad. I'm not condoning the Boy Scouts to actually have their own baseball. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. See, again, like this is like this is a cartoon style that is for children. This is a children's cartoon style. Like they are, and it's a little bit too ed- too pointy and perfect and blocky, and um, it's fine. It's fine. It's like all right. Like the RR, that feels like really cartoonish. Yeah. Um, but it for like for kids, cartoonish. Um, it's you know, it's fine. It's fine. Like I, this is not something I would like rush out to wear or get myself. But you know, it, it's for a minor league. Team, this definitely feels like a, a minor league squad. That's for sure. All right. Finally, and in the independent baseball world. Let's jump over to the Atlantic League, where the Staten Island Yankees. They are suing Major League Baseball because they were uh, with a group of four teams saying, hey, wait a minute, our, our club was valued at this price and now it's worth much less and we kind of had this agreement. And so they're still trying to go about their business. And they had an interesting uh, – this ties into one of your favorite foods. It ties into doing things a little bit wacky. Do you remember that viral clip a few years ago of the pizza? Pizza rat? Which, pizza rat? Well, for a couple of days, they were the Staten Island pizza rats. Yeah. I remember and this. this was what they had come up with. And I thought it was pretty creative. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. This is, uh, I think this is probably done by um, the same. There's like one company, Brandios, Brandios. that does, that That's does right. almost all of the minor right. league logos. And so they all sort of like end up taking on the same aesthetic yep. of like the really thick lines with the pointy ends. And um, this to me is a better, like, I like this more than the, the other ones we saw like this cartoon style i do like there is imperfection in this there there is like even though there is like a little bit too much perfection in it for me just with the the, the quality of the lines and the thicks and the thins um but is uh yeah is i mean the imperfection, this is cool. the fact that the pizza a bite was taken from the crust in the middle of the crust is that the very weird <laughs> very weird that is i love a, the flag pizza that, yeah. around the baseball bat that's that is I like that is yeah, that's absolutely that's aberrant behavior. Biting from the crust first, um, 
but I mean, this is cool. It's like, this is fun. This is totally fun. This is, this is absolutely like what minor league baseball should be all about. Like it's, it it's goofy. It's, it's, you know, it's it like, it's, it just makes you talk. And like, that's how minor league baseball has fi- figured out that they are actually able again to get people to pay attention to them is to just sort of like make these interesting names and have funny concepts. And, you know, because just, you know, for, they're not able to necessarily like subsist off of just the quality of the baseball alone, because I assume that their, their rosters are constantly changing and they, it just feels like it doesn't matter or count. It's just like practice. So, um, but yeah, this is cool. I like, I like this. According to the Yankees, pizza rat was an embarrassment. They hated that. And that's, that's something that's going into the lawsuit. Now they rebranded as the fairy Hawks. And this has a this has kind of a very much a '90s type vibe. We don't have to stick this on this a very long. Book vibe, but I kind of like it. Book. I kind of uh, like it that it's not good. It's, it doesn't it look is. like Brandios. I'll say that. Right? It doesn't <laughs> it look does. like Brandios. It looks like a Brandios knockoff. Like they they <laughs> didn't like you know they're trying to make it look like that Brandios style, but they didn't quite get it right. Like that that image of the hawk with the backwards hat like hitting the baseball over the ferry feels like something that would be used to sell kids candy in the 90s like hey it's like wet or cereal or something like step up to the plate kids <laughs> like or it should be on an in an activity book or you know it's like it's like all right whatever the the si the staten island that's cool that's pretty like you know that, that, that's yeah. pretty well done um but the, the the rest of it like you know the I'm good. I'm good. There. All right. Finally, <laughs> moving into the world of summer collegiate baseball. Hey, when when players are done in their Division One baseball season, they go play in a wood bat league. And so here's the face off. There was a team from a league I'd never heard of, the Pacific International League. I couldn't even find much information about it, but it basically plays in and around the Seattle area. And they had two names they were going to go with. And Eric, let me know which one you like the best for this team in West Seattle. We have the Dub C Fish Sticks. For, you know, okay. Dub C West Seattle, <laughs> the Dub C Fish Sticks, or yep. the Dub C Seal Slingers, and the image is of a whale using a seal, I believe, as, as a, a bat, bat to yeah. bludgeon the baseball. And the fish stick guy is Ooh. just a fish stick with a bat made of himself, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which of these uh, two do you like best? Because one of them is, got selected. Oh, I guarantee. Well, so the seal slingers is actually like pretty morbid, dude. Like that is like, I I guarantee that what they're referencing is the way that orcas will play with seals and like grab them and throw them into the air while they're like, they're just essentially treating them like cats do mice and they play with them before they kill them and hopefully eat them. I don't know why the seal is like so excited to be involved in this, like, (laughs) this dance of death with the killer whale. And he um, has the cap, not the seal or not the, not the whale. The whale should have the cap, not the, the bat slash. Seal. It's yeah. This is very strange. Uh, these both look like, uh, these are mall, uh, Food court, food court restaurants <laughs> like you could definitely go to the dub sea fish sticks and get the or to get go to seal slingers and get a a fun teeny and some uh like whatever like um i if you just which do i prefer of these two <laughs> or which which do you think actually won out i think i believe i've seen the fish stick so it's, you, it, i believe be that that's the winner yes. yeah the morbid um, of seal slingers was 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 no good it's a little, yeah, that dude, that's a little, uh, it's like a little too intense. Um, 
you know, that's like a, I mean, that literally is a, the seal is, is going to be murdered and he's into it. Um, so I guess, yeah, the fish sticks, although did you ever watch uh, Futurama with the poplars? The, <laughs> they were like, a everybody found these like new pot, these, this like new uh, food that was being sold at fast food and they were called poplars. And then it turned out that they were actually the children of an alien race. They were just all oh. eating. It didn't realize. And they basically looked like this, this, these were the poplars. So, um, I don't like either one, uh, but you know, but the the sea. What's that? So maybe that'll be the mascot's name, Poplar. The Poplar, yeah, good stuff. (laughs) All right, one more face-off here. Green Bay's got a summer collegiate team, Uh and one of these names was pretty new, only a couple of years ago. They they had just changed it, and now they've changed it again. We've got the Green Bay Rockers, okay, because you know. When you think of rock and roll, you think the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field sure, and sure. the Green Bay Booyah. Both are pretty new, but only one of them was the recent update. Oh, my God. The what are your Booyah? thoughts on these two? Jesus Same color Christ. scheme, right? Same kind of red, white, and blue with a little bit of yellow there because I guess there's probably a home jersey that says Green Bay see, on it. So you don't really have to get new uniforms. Yeah. Man, see this Green Bay Booyah. I don't know if this was done by Brandios, but this is absolutely the Brandios style. So it's either it like is, yeah. referencing or done by. Um, if they're going to make the Booyah the uh, the actual chicken foot, like why not go all the way with it and actually give it the talons or something? Like it's kind of. Do you know strange. what a Booyah is? I did not. Um, I don't know. I'm going to guess it has some sort of maritime. Uh, <laughs> tie in since they've chosen to put an oar and a chicken. So I, I don't know what a booyah is. Please enlighten me. It is a communal stew of vegetables and less desirable cuts of meat cooked in large kettles. So that is that or is oh, which actually, the, the uh, pot okay. of booyah. Okay. All right. Uh, and then let, let's look at the other unfortunate entry. Green Bay Rockers. Rockers. Now, how now you got I love on the bottom left hand side. It's a baseball mitt. With the two middle the, fingers down, yeah. making the rock and roll sign, that's that's sure. ten out of ten. That's pretty good. That's cl- that is clever, but clever. it's overdone. Um, <laughs> like the the correct way to to render a baseball glove is how the old Milwaukee Brewers did, with just like the one color, the shape, where you have the, the M and the B made up by the the baseball glove. There's just too many details, too many details. Like this is not this is like again like. This is what happens when you get people designing for sport that don't have reverence for it. They like just have their own way of going about things. They they're they're drawing cartoons. They think it's fun and funny. Um, this looks like something from Red Robin. Like you could order the red the, the Red Robin rockers. It's like a brand new drink or an appetizer or some shit. Um, so these yeah. are both atrocious. I hope neither one was picked. I gotta think though the rockers were the one that were selected. You'd be correct. You you okay. know your uh, design elements. Even just a two-year <laughs> two difference between these two, you're able so to identify stupid. the good one. All right, just yeah, a couple because, final like, who ones. Wear the, who wants something that says the booyahs on it? Like, who, what is this? Who wants something that says the rocker? This is like how you describe, like how your dad comes in. He's like, hey, me and the boys are starting up the band again. We're calling ourselves the rockers. We're going to play old Beatles songs out of our garage. We're the rockers. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, summer collegiate baseball gets a little crazy. Now, there's going to be a new team in the Independence League in Laramie. They're, they're going as the Gem City Bison. Okay. And they've got the brown, and I, I like the letter font for Gem City Bison. Now, this is, I guess, going to be more of their mascot. I don't know if we'll 
see this logo that I'm going to show here in a second. I do like the G with the horns on right. a very fuzzy G. I think yeah, this creative. is like this is like uh, th this is typography that they're like calling back upon like uh, right. frontier times, like when you would have this would like would be the typography that would be on the front of a brothel or something. Very much so. So this is the mascot. And Ooh, it basically yikes. looks like Fernando Tatis <laughs> as a bison. Oh, it's, I, it's exactly man. Fernando Tatis, it, it, it appears to be almost, doesn't it? They gave the Same bison colors. a mullet. They gave him a mullet. Why did they give him a mullet? That is just the word. And they That's also what gave him, players look like in 2022, no? They also <laughs> gave him Oakley blades. Man, this is rough. I hate this so much. I can't. He's all like, I died. Can he's we left not handed. talk about this anymore? Yeah, can we not so talk maybe, about this anymore? <laughs> no, all right, you just want me to get rid of that one. All right, this is a logo that I think they did really well with. Okay. Again, it might have too much going on from the design department. But it's creative. This is from the Coastal Plains League coming up here. It's the same leagues as the Savannah Bananas, the sure. Bacon Bacon. Absolutely. They are the Ashboro Zookeepers. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot like going a on there, zoo. huh? It look, this looks like a, like a zoo. Like an actual, like, like I got to go this... there. People are going to be tricked, and they're going to expect to see a lion, and they're going to end up seeing you know 20-year-old college baseball players. Yeah. This feels, again, like – I don't know if Brandios did this or not, but it feels – at least like they were following in line with Brandios's aesthetic. A um, lot going on here. A lot going on here. A lot going on here. I like it. I, again, the colors, like it's the brown. It's, yeah, it's like it's more unique. I'll say that they did. They have achieved the concept of balance. There is. It is not symmetrical, but it is balanced. Final two. These are the worst two. And so, just which one is worse? And. Eric, I'm sorry to have to do this to you here, but mm -hmm. we've got the Lake County Corn Dogs <laughs> and the Charleston uh, Dirty Birds. The Dirty Birds. Well, okay. Which uh, of what, these what, independent what, teams is worse? These are all new from this <sighs> this past off season. These are brand corn new. dogs. The corn dogs is a cool idea. Um, I'm very troubled by the fact that that's not a fucking corn dog. That's a regular hot dog. Um, he's not encased in corn meal at all. And if he is, right. he's the wrong color. Um, that looks like it is made from clip art. I really don't like how Indiana is being covered up by the swoosh um, on corn dogs. You have a whole area over there to the left. You could have easily extended the swoosh to go down so that Indiana could have been not uh, covered up. Also, Very Lake thin. County, the, the space between the R in corn dog, the L in Lake County, <laughs> And the distance between the Y of county and the star are not the same. Those should be, be that should be centered between those two items. This thing sucks. Uh, let's look at the next one. It, that one definitely sucks. And then this one basically just looks like a weird kind of alternative Angry Birds logo. It's so it's not very original. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just against the wrong goddamn style. Wrong. It's like at least better. I like when you when you weave a little like. Uh, mischief into these cartoons so they're not just like happy smiling for children um dirty birds it, it appears this is for like a, a mining concept um yeah West the, Virginia. I, bet, I, bet the, I bet the coal miners are um being represented here um it's the bird itself is not dirty it's the bird should be oh i get it the canary in the in the coal mine i get it they should the the bird should be dirty should it not it's not dirty that's that bird is not dirty that's a very clean a bird little bit uh okay uh it's he, fine whatever it's fine he, he must be running the construction site okay i lied there there are two more food identities you said you like burgers before we came on here i do like burgers both double a and triple a for the rockies so maybe we're ending on a high note 
Oh, now, I know where we're going these, with this one. Green these chili cheeseburgers are really bad. I feel bad for poor Jesus Tinoco because this is going to exist on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> this on the internet forever. Of poor this Jesus is what I mean. Dude, like you work your whole life to get to, <laughs> to become a literal professional athlete. And then they dress you like you're an extra in the movie uh, Good Burger with uh, Kate. That's Keenan exactly Kel. the reference I was going to use. And they look, yeah. they, they dress him up like an actual goddamn bun. Like there are sesame seeds all over him. There's yeah. no pride in wearing this. This is a Halloween costume. Why would they do this to my man, Jesus? And on his left arm, there's the H for Hartford made with made it a fries. fries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get the concept. This is definitely just this is what's called a uh, design. Um, and I, you can't see my air quotes right now. Jerk off. This is what somebody's like. All oh, cool. I get to have fun. I'll do whatever I want. I won't think about anything or anyone. I'll just make a fun little design of this dumb fucking hat that looks like an actual hamburger like this guy is working at uh, hot dog on a stick i feel bad for jesus uh or jesus excuse me and jesus uh uh the looking down from above and having to weep for this yes he did not die for this i'll say that albuquerque green chili cheeseburgers i think they got it right i like the green and the red how it plays off a little bit more respectable right i will say a green chili cheeseburger is one of the greatest food items that exists on this earth Uh, there's nothing i love more than a delicious green chili cheeseburger if you go to new mexico which is where my my family hails my mother's side um even mcdonald's serves green chili cheeseburgers because they know the truth Green chili is delicious. Um, this is the same thing as the tacos. The patch is way, way, way too big. It's a funny concept. It's interesting. Um, I would not wear this. The the um, the type on the jersey is just like so overdone. It's got an outline, a bevel, a this, a that. Like they're just doing too much, man. You're doing too much. This is going to age horrifically. Um, it already looks bad, but I like the idea. Um, but really, if this is just like a something you talk about once and then just never again, like this is not good design. This should be like somebody's softball team. I've been trying to tell people about I've been telling trying to tell folks about the bevel and they just don't listen to me. So I appreciate you pointing out the bevel. On I hate this one, the Eric. bevel, dude. Would you ever wear a, a cap with a, an item of food on it? Would you ever wear one of those? Yes. If done correctly. Absolutely. A good hot dog. Absolutely. But you can't. The here's the thing is that like you can't like you got to make it like there's just ways to go about it. There's just, there are, there are ways to go about cartoons in baseball and sports design that are correct. And there are ways to go about it. That is incorrect. And if you like, for example, dinger, incorrect. Uh, Mr. Met, correct. Uh, oh. there, uh, the, 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 um, let me think of some other examples. Uh, the, 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 much in the same vein, the, the, um, baseball headed mascot for the Cincinnati the Reds. Reds yeah. Correct. Um, and then everything we looked at today, incorrect. So th- there's correct and incorrect. If you're designing it specifically with children in mind, or at least like if it looks like something Hanna-Barbera did, then put it in a cartoon for children and don't waste my goddamn time. Did, we'll have, maybe I'll have to have you back if we do one on, on mascots. I mean, I've already done the research for it. Did you know the Yankees had a mascot for a while? Really? What was it? Just like a, it like might a bunch of money set on fire? No, he, he was kind of in the shape of a baseball bat, and his fur had pinstripes on the fur. fur. It, they did it for like three years, for like 1979 to 1981. Why wouldn't their mascot be a Yankee? Well, his name was Dandy. Yankee so Doodle kind of, Dandy? Yeah, it was right after the Fanatic <laughs> hit. 
And so it was three years and they got rid of it. Oh yeah. Uh, Gritty. Fantastic. Gritty. Well done. Dinger. Burn in hell. And also too, if you shout gritty at someone from across the stadium, no problem. Not true for all mascots. You can't just go about <laughs> shouting for mascots. Dinger! <laughs> um, we just got kicked off of YouTube. Well, you know what? I think I could cut up the audio and still salvage You dropped a couple F-bombs, but you can't be going around saying the Rockies mascot name. Like I'm sorry. I, I, it is racially insensitive to refer to the Rockies mascot. We all know that. That is my apologies. This has been a whole heck of a lot of fun. Let folks know if they don't, you know, already know who you are, Eric and, and D line, where can they find sure. you and your, your witty takes? Oh, well, you can just watch this episode over and over and over, or uh, I'm on the DNBA show, the Denver, the DNVR Nuggets show. Uh, every time that there is a Nuggets basketball game, um, D line is the company that I founded with blaze. Who's also does a, uh, hockey post game for dnvr uh the two of us created this uh, company long ago because um i hate sports apparel and i hate sports design because they do it wrong so much more often than they do it right so i just wanted to make shirts that were for smart people for thinking people for people that actually didn't don't want to look like uh, idiots because they actually also like sports so um we ended up making shirts selling them outside of mile high it got bigger and bigger and bigger suddenly uh Adam Mares and Brandon Spando found me uh, on Twitter and the rest, as they say, is history. So you can find me all over DNVR. I do all of the design work for DNVR. And if you sign up for an annual membership to the DNVR.com, you get a free t-shirt. Hell yeah, you do. Designed by Eric Weedham. That's right. So you gotta That's love that. Damn right. This has been great. Make sure you're following him over at D-Line Co. on Twitter. I'm at Patrick yeah. D. Lyons. All our great Rockies content at DNVR underscore Rockies. As always, it's been a lot of fun for Eric, for me. This has been great. Thank you again for listening in. And uh, you know what they say about momentum. It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So I'll talk to you then.